Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I might chip out, man. I got this, yeah. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. It's time to listen to Reese and Dan on the Ankle Pick Pod. Ankle Pick Podcast listeners, welcome back. Changing it up on you. UFC Vegas 62, Alexa Grasso, Viviani Araujo. Uh, we're recording way in advance, but that one is going to take place on October 15th from the UFC Apex Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Coming off another bye week. Um, mixing in a few of those before we get to the home stretch here for 2022, which, you know, Reese is going to make a mouthwash joke and we're all going to move on from there. Yep. Yep. Weird timing of this one. We've got some, we got a 3 p.m. Central Time main card. Son of a gun. And, uh... Again, because we're recording in advance, I kind of made my own bout order here for set the spread. So we're just going to roll with it. Reese coming off the most recent win in set the spread. Yeah. He's got a two-match lead, 17-15 in 2022. Let's get down to business. Anything anything to uh, state your claim before we get the rolling only, here, boys? The only thing I need to state is loving the mix-up. Keeping the listeners on the toes. I'm a fan. That's all. Let's Keep do it. Reese going to kick things off. Bantamweight bout, Rafael Asuncao and Victor Henry. Rafael Asuncao, Victor Henry. Oh, wow. Okay. Rafael Asuncao. I did not know he was booked anytime soon. He is on a skid. And he's a guy who I thought for a very long time was disgustingly underrated i mean we're talking a guy this is not a joke who has um a win over tj dillashaw pedro munhos aljamain sterling marlon Moraes, and bob font all and that's all leads us all the way into 2018 um he was a guy who always somehow knew how to do just enough to win since then though it's been tough sledding uh he got choked out by marlon Moraes, believe it or not Smoked by Sandhagen, walk off KO'd against Garbrandt, KO'd against Ricky Simone. As much as I love a Sun Sao, and as much as I think he's disgustingly underrated in like the grand scheme of MMA history, the 40 year old's going to have tough sledding. UFC is doing him a gift, though. And no disrespect to Victor Henry, but like, I don't know if Victor Henry is ready. For this, I mean, he's making his UFC debut at, or he made his UFC debut at like what, 35, 34. Um, he's perennial, just perennially just hung around. He looked great against Barcelos, but I don't know if it's enough for him to snag the favorite here. Um, man, I, this one sucks. I really don't know where to do this because of what a Sun Tzu has gone through recently in his four-fight skid. I still am going to have him as a favorite, though. Um, I'm going to go with Sun Tzu minus 160. And here's my problem. I could see a world 
where Victor Henry is nearing the favorite. I doubt it though. But I could also see a world where Sun Sao right now, even on a four fight skid streak at 40 is minus like 250 or 260 because Barcelos was minus 300 um, or 400 or whatever against Victor Henry. But a Sun Sao is a tough guy to back on the four fight two KO streak. I, I, I think 160, can, can I change it or is that locked in? I'm going to keep it. 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 Am I going to say the angle I was going to go? I'm keeping it. 160 is Sun Sao. Four is yours, Dan. No, I, I, I agree with you. I think that the Sun Sao is legend status. You mentioned, I mean, names that he's got on his resume. Would you be surprised if I told you he has a win over George Mosvidal? I would actually, yeah. He does back in 2005. But um, I don't know. I think that this skid he's on, as bad as it is, and it sucks backing a guy or putting a guy as a favorite that hasn't won since 2018. But it is Simone, Garbrandt, Sandhagen, and Rice. I know that that Cody Garbrandt right hook takes miles off of people. But like you said, Victor Henry to me is just not a regular UFC caliber guy. I think he got a really good win over a bad Hione Barcelo. So I'm going to go over you. I don't know if the panel has been collectively more wrong ever on a fight. Did he just say over? Yeah. Without actually setting a real line? Yeah. No, we're playing the game. Guys, you're going minus going minus one. Um, yeah, 61. <laughs> um, that's the wrong direction. Minus 305, Victor Henry. Really? Wow. These lines open today. Wow. Wow. Really? I'm a little embarrassed, Dan. We both just shot-cotted our pants. That's a great uh, verb for us to use now. Wow. Nonetheless, it's worth the point, Reese. Want to something kind of funny? Remember when I said I wanted to change my pick? It was going in the other direction. I wanted the Suns on minus 180. Wow. I'm honestly probably going to throw up uh, a little bit out there now without even taping or anything because that's egregious for a guy like Victor Henry to be minus that much. Against anyone. I know. That's what I'm saying. Let alone a guy who still has tools. Light heavyweight bout. I'm embarrassed to have that point, but I'll take it. You know, Tapology is Victor Henry ranked above Casey Kenny, above Jose Aldo, above Ronnie Yaya, Huya Paiva, Douglas Silva de Andrade, Sergey Morozov, Kakramanov, Timur Valiev. Are we missing something? Afian Stotts, yeah. What what am I missing? Is he the guy now? Is he the new second coming of a thirty five year old prospect? He is the number nineteenth ranked heavyweight in the world according to Tapology. Heavyweight, right? Not heavyweight. Or not? Yeah, bantamweight. Sorry, right it right in between Umar and Casey Kenny. It's a good day. What to, is this? It's a good day to beat up on thirty uh, five year old Tony Barcelos, I guess. Light heavyweight bout. Misha Serkinov moving up in weight versus Alonzo Manyfield. And Dan's going to lead this one off. 
I'm like so thrown. Our boy Tony Gravely is 45, and Victor Henry with one UFC win is number 19. What are we doing? Um, awesome. So I've got. Repeat that, Lonzo Misha. Yes, sir. Awesome, Alonzo Manyfield, Fortis MMA. Kind of a hit or miss fighter. He's a guy who I've kind of always wanted more from, if that makes sense. Misha is on a pretty bad skid, also 35 years old. So I'm pretty confident that he's the dog here, but I don't think it's going to be very big uh, given the, the Alonzo just hit and miss aspect. Um, I'm going to make Menafield a minus 185 favorite over Misha. Um, I, I think that the, the win over Trashgar didn't really show me a ton, but obviously he did his job. So what's the official line you set? 85. Put me in a spot. Um, yeah, I mean... Let's be real for a split second here. Uh, Misha Serkinov Fs me no matter how I bet him. It's like, I remember I faded. I bet Jimmy Crude against him. Peruvian neckties him. Okay. Bet him against Johnny Walker. Flying need. But it, it, it's the, whatever side I pick, comfortably take the opposite because I'm wrong on every single Misha Serkinov fight. However, the 35-year-old on a three-fight skid getting armbarred by Wellington Terman, I think now is one of the safer times to say that he ain't it. Alonzo Manyfield, again, trash garb, great usage. It shows me nothing. Um, and if you look, he really beats up on the low-hanging fruit. And that kind of is my issue. I mean, he did knock out Paul Craig, which is incredible but outside of that it's like losses to Devin Clark and OSP wins over Fabio Charant and a 50 year old Ed Herman and then Trashgar I mean of all matchups to get Cirqueno back on the right track this is it um what did you say Dan 85 yes sir I'm gonna go Misha I'm gonna go I'm going to go minus 180 for Alonzo Manyfield. I'm going to go with the under. Got to play the game. 0 for 2 tonight in playing the game. It's over. 220 Manyfield. Hmm. Okay. I thought you were yeah. going to say 0 for 2 and picking I, the right favorite. I was going to be like, I know, really? That would, that would have been bad. No, I think I psyched myself up by look, psych, psych myself out by looking at Manyfield's topology. Because um, he, he – he really does only kind of beat up on the low hanging fruit. It looks like, I mean, he, his best win outside of Paul Craig is like literally at Herman. Wild, wild, but nonetheless, he does still have skill sets, good hands, strength in the clinch that like, I could see why, I don't know. That's interesting. That's going to be an interesting spot. I'm excited to tape that one actually. Bantamweight bout, Jonathan Martinez and Cub Swanson. Reese, leave this one off. Okay. So, 
Jonathan Martinez is like a guy that another guy that I just cannot seem to get right. Like I, I loved his striking distant range management kicks bet him against Davy Grant gets KO'd um, <laughs> bet him against Andre Ewell split decision loss. I mean, he even lost to Andre Sukumtop. Think about that. I'm going to let that sit in for a second. He lost to Andre Sukumtop. But on the flip side, it's like he's beating up on Thomas Almeida. I mean, I don't know, man. Cubs just a legend, but is he 40 now? 38? Um, gosh, this is tough, Dan, because we've seen, we've seen Jonathan Martinez as high as what? Minus 400 against Davy Grant. Something crazy. Like a little less, but yeah, it was something super inflated. Um, man, I really have no clue, dude. Uh, it's safe to say Cubs probably not the favorite. And it's more just because of 38 year old, a, a monster in the WEC. But I mean, he hasn't really put together much against anything above like Darren Elkins and Daniel Pineda, who are also on their, their way out. 28-year-old Jonathan Martinez, I think will do okay. But it's definitely going to be in the hundreds, Dan. And if you have 200 for either of these guys, I'm puzzled. I'm going to go Jonathan Martinez minus 150. 150. Kind of like a middle area, and you can kind of pick higher or lower. I'm going lower. Uh, I'm a believer in this Cub Swanson resurgence. Um, I was really wanting to make him a favorite, but I agree with you that there's just no way he is because Jonathan Martinez is on a three-fight win streak and he's always had these inflated respect yeah. from the book- bookmakers. He gets a lot of respect. Yeah. But I, I, I'm going to be all over Cub Swanson on the actual – I'm actually betting this fight. I think that if Davey Grant can find the chin, Cub Swanson's going to. But, yeah, I'll go under you. Oh, for three. Minus 170, Martinez. Oh, ha. Um, I don't know if this is officially the co-main, but it's definitely the one that we're probably most excited for. Flyweight bout, Asker Askarov and Brandon Royval. Dan picking himself off the mat. Going to leave this one it's off. It's tough. It's tough. It's crazy, Dan, too, because it's like, we're so far out of this fight that it's like, we're not even in the realm of thinking about these guys. The Victor Henry, I get wrong any night, but like, it's like Jonathan Martinez, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like I'm not even in the mind space. You think you Cub Swanson, Jonathan Martinez. I'm with you. I'm shocked by a couple of these. I really will be betting the shit out of Cub Swanson in that spot. Not, not even based on the number. He's just going to beat the shit out of Jonathan Martinez. I'm <laughs> I'm confident, but all right. Bantamweights, Askar Askarov, one of my favorite Bantamweights in the world, coming off of a bad, because it should have been more dominant, but not so really, not really a bad loss to Kai Kara friends. Um, and then Brand Royval is coming off two wins. The Chanel, he looked phenomenal, but uh, I remember in that Bontarine fight, uh, thinking that was a little bit shaky especially based on where the number was. Uh, I think it was pretty high, but I'm not sure. I see Roy Val as a guy who's got a lot of good skills. Um, 
I don't think that he's as skilled as Asker. Uh, the jits for Brandon is good, but is it good enough to do it to, to really stop Asker from taking going for takedowns? I see a lot of top control in this fight for Asker. So Asker's gonna be my favorite. Um, I don't think he got exposed in one bit fighting Kai Car France. Kai's a really dangerous striker and it has, has really good movement, something that Brandon's gonna need a ton of. Um, yeah, I, I've got Askar as a favorite here. It's not going to be so big, but let's go with minus 180. I think I'm going to go over, and it's a simple battle of the MMA math. I mean, Askar Askarov beat Pantoja, who I think is well in line for the next title shot. And he also drew with Brandon Moreno who is right there as well. And so, like, I know there was a slide. Roy Bell beat Kai Kara France. No, I know there's a slide. Yeah, MMA math. I know there's a slide in the Kai Kara France, and it's concerning. But, I mean, he got – I guess it was a weird shoulder injury in the Brandon Moreno, and then he got choked out by Pantoja, which I thought that if there is a path for Roy Val – it would be the submission here. The other thing too about the Kai Car France is Kai Car France just like beat the shit out of him in the first round, and then Ravel got the sub. But again, he did finish. He did win. Um, yeah, I think you said what 170, 180? 80. I think we're gonna see Asker as high as like minus two fifty. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Ravel too, but I'm not so confident that I'm not gonna play the game. So I'm gonna go two eighty five. One eighty five. Or 185. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 185. 185. Just interpreting the sentiment there. Very important. 185. I wish you had. <laughs> we're playing the game by the book. As long as Reese thinks that I'm not keeping I, track, I got to. Yeah, we're playing the game by the book. You said 285. No, no, no. My finger rolls off the piece. <laughs> 220. Asker, Askarov. Point Reese. But I've gotten it, not at, not at 285, but what I've gotten it at 250, because that's what I came in with. 250, you would have, that would have been 30 off to re, to Dan's 40. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Dude, and I, Dan's a big Asker guy, too. Asker, I think, would have to shoot himself in the foot to lose this one personally. It's, he's going to have to get caught in a submission, because I think his stand-up really is that many levels ahead of Roy Balls. But... I've been wrong before. Reese going to take the point and the night. Still have one fight left to preview here. Set the spread for Alexa Grasso, Viviani Araujo, women's flyweight main events. Who wants it? I'll go first. Grasso minus one sixty, and I love Grasso. I'll go over. Just for the sake of K, KGB Lee to me is, isn't an impressive win anymore. And so I got Alexa Grasso in her boxing. Maybe it's, maybe there's a two in front of it. Not quite, but the right direction. 190 Grasso. So that wrap matter. things up for us. Yeah. Good thing it didn't matter, baby. I do love Grasso in that spot, though. Because I know I only had her at 160. And that's because I still think Arugia is a threat. But I'm like a huge Grasso guy. So you are a huge Ah, fucked up. Give me the poll. Clip that chat. Clip that chat. Don't clip. Don't clip. Don't clip. 
took the 3-0 part and also this Poha! I need me those small victories. I don't get any victories midweek. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.